Bible Podcast, Episode 28. Hello, and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planners, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement. And now, your host, Ade Sabanjo. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Bible Podcast. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share with you every week. You know, God is always ready to move amongst His children. And it doesn't matter whether you are bivocational or completely dedicated to the work of ministry within the confines of the church or a religious setting. And we are here talking about Bible ministers. And last week I was sharing with us the the revival that happened in 1857 started by a businessman by the name of Jeremiah Lamphere. And today I want to talk about what led to that revival. What are some things that were happening just before the revival because sometimes we we see a move of god and we try to wonder what can we do to replicate that kind of a revival you know the reason why i like this particular revival is because it was started by lay people just people business people and was carried by such people everywhere all over america and there's a scripture that i would like to use as a foundation for this today's podcast and that is um james chapter 4 from verse 7 to 10 james chapter 4 from verse 7 to 10 it says therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded lament and mourn and weep let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom humble yourself in the sight of the lord and he will lift you up and you you may be thinking that wow this scripture is not so encouraging and this is our time of encouragement but you know what forget about the words that i use there for a moment and just think about the first verse and the last verse. That's verse, no, verse well, let me say the first verse. Verse 8 and verse uh, 10. So here it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And that just gives me hope, gives me encouragement that no matter how things are, I can initiate the process of transformation. I can initiate the process of revival at least in my own life and in my own ministry. So that that's that, that brings me to the discussion I have for today. So I, I went and did some research to see what really started that revival of, and I discovered that before the revival in 1857, uh, a man by the name uh, Charles G. Finney had been talking about revival. He, he was a revivalist, and I actually read is the book uh called um the power from on high while i was in secondary school and it really impacted my life one of the books that really 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 made a difference in my life and in my ministry i encourage you to look for it power from on high by charles g finney and um also 
the lectures on revival. Now, I'd been, I've read the lectures on revival, but I didn't realize that these were things that happened before the Great Awakening and the Big Prayer Revival in 1857. So this guy by the name Finney had been talking about revival. He's had revival in the New York area uh, for a while, Syracuse and all those places in the New York area. And he had been talking about revival. He started doing a series on revival when he became a pastor. He couldn't, his health didn't allow him to go uh, all over America for for um, evangelistic outreaches. So he started to talk about revival in his church and he had this series of lectures and in those lectures he just encouraged people that you can ask god for revival and you can have revival when i talk about revival we're talking about awakening a real move of god where we know everybody knows that this is supernatural god is moving it's not just because the the minister is gifted it's just a move of god and he 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 was telling them this and it was and um a newspaper, well, uh, a religious newspaper by the name uh, New York Evangelist began to publish this uh, pre- uh, lectures on revival, and people began to read it and and uh, began to pray for revival. So they had been praying since 1835 uh, for revival, and there was also a conference that was held by different denominations. They gathered together, and they all were praying for a great move of God in the nation there was also another um minister that i discovered had written a book that was published Uh, he also was preaching sermons and those sermons were published in uh, in 1858 and he had uh, it's called tongues of fire Uh, he had been preaching also on revival so what, I, what William Otto is by the name, uh, the name of the of the Reverend that was talking about revival as long uh, along with um, Charles Finney. They didn't know that they didn't they were not working together, but they were both talking about revival and asking people to to pray for revival, and and you know God answered their prayers. And in 1857, the the prayer started in September in 1857, and by January by February it was already. Uh, it had become a daily prayer and, and spread all across um, the United States of America. And there are things that I want us to take away from this. I want all Bible ministers all around the world to take away from this particular revival. Is the fact, and and I think it's the same for every revival. The fact that prayer always precedes revival. And sometimes when the revival starts, the person that is involved may not have been part of the prolonged prayer. Sometimes the prayer has been going on for years and decades, even before you get on the scene. But when you join with the prayer and you desire revival, you can tap into what other people have been praying for for years. And that's what I want to encourage every one of us with this episode. I want to tell you and challenge you to take time every day to pray for revival and not to do it alone include everybody that's in your ministry if you're a pastor then encourage your members to pray for revival but you don't have to name it revival you can call it a move of god an awakening uh so whatever name you call it but i want you to be- believe that scripture that says 
if you draw near to God, God will draw near to you. And if you start from personal revival, you can then move on to national revival. But what I discovered is that when someone begins to pray for national revival, you're asking God to move in the big context, no worldwide revival. The thing is, it will not move. It, it will it will start from you. So so it's it's a good it's a very good thing to pray for national revival or revival of your city or worldwide revival. And as you begin to pray for this revival, it will always start from you. That the the person praying for revival. And when we desire revival, it automatically begins to make us also desire. God to move on our own personal lives. So that that's that's what happened. So these guys began to talk about revival and they were seeing you no know, revival within their own ministries. Um, God began to touch lives and I believe God was raising people in different places to pray for revival. And so as I'm sharing this with you and if it if you catch it and you begin to pray for revival, you're not going to be the first person. I've been praying for revival for, for years now, and I believe that there are others that are also praying for revival in, in our nations, in, in Canada, in, in Nigeria, in the United States, everywhere in the world. We're asking God, God, we need a move right now. And another thing I've discovered that really precedes revival is that there's, going, there's always usually a decline. There's always something that stirs the people to begin to really pray for revival. And if you look around you right now, you may begin to see some of those signs. And you may begin to say, you know what, I, I really um, wish that God would uh, move and everybody would see that God is still God and that He, he is to be worshipped and to be honored. If that is your heart cry, that's what I'm encouraging you to do. And even if it's not your heart cry, you can begin to pray right now and it will become your heart cry. Now, to help you in this process, if you if you read the uh, lectures on revival, it's quite dated and some things they may not um, work exactly uh, the way you're used to. But I believe that it's still going to be a blessing to you. I'm going to leave a link to it in, in on my page, adisobanjo.com slash Bible 028 at slash Bible 028 I'm going to leave a link to the lectures on revival I also leave a link to Tongues of Fire by William Arthur any one of this just just read them as you read them it's going to stir you up for revival and as you listen to stories of revival it would also make you to feel like you know what God I need you to do this in my ministry. Now, you remember last week I was mentioning, uh, talking about the fact that as Bible ministers, we don't have as much time as other ministers. So we really, really, really need really the move of God. And, I, and we can ask for it. We don't. You don't have to take out time to uh, sit down and pray. Maybe you don't have that time. But if you can pray all day long, just just. Just allow it to become your your prayer, your prayer, your, your only prayer, if possible. Lord, I need a move of your spirit. We need a move of your power. We need you to do something in this nation. If you're driving along, if you find something that that really shows to you that no, the people are lost. There's there's no heart for God. Then you cry and say, Lord, we need a move of God. We need you to move. Let your spirit move upon us just like it moved on the day that was just like you moved on the day of pentecost i want you to move again just do something that everybody will know that it's you it's, it's about you so that that's this that's the the lesson that we can learn from 
what what preceded you know, the revival. It's, it's it, it, the revival that Je- Jeremiah Lamphere experienced was a result of decades of prayer of the saints. And I want everybody that's listening to me today join in and begin to pray for a worldwide move of revival in the next decade. Within the next decade, we want another move. Because, you know, the revival in 1857 did not stay in the United States alone. went to, to Europe and went to Africa through missionaries, went to Asia and India. So we can have a worldwide move of revival. God can move sovereignly in a mighty way just like like it did in 1857, all over the world. And today, I know it can spread faster because we have lots of technology. If if somebody begins, if the move of God begins somewhere in Canada and people begin to watch it on YouTube, it can spread all over the world. So let's let's join our faith together and, and pray for revival. Now, I want to share just one more story about the revival in 1857 uh, that I I listened to uh, presented by um, one of the revival historians, one of the big ones. His name is um, Edwin Orr. Dr. Edwin Orr did, he spent his life researching uh, revival. And there are a few things that he said about the 1857 revival. One of it is that one million people were added to the church. The church at that time in America was about four million people. And within uh, three years, the one million people were added to the church. And that's just fantastic. That's God. Obviously, God. When you start a prayer meeting and within... Uh, a month, it's already going to daily meetings and it's spreading all over the, the nation and then jumping across oceans to the Caribbeans and to to um, Europe and then eventually to Asia. You know that that's God. Now, he said one, he shared a story that, that's very touching. There was a prayer meeting going on uh, in, in a certain city and several people were there. Lots of people. Usually in those meetings, that you could easily have a thousand people, eight hundred people, and they, they they write their prayer requests. So they send this prayer request forward, and a, a praying wife says a praying wife requests that a prayer should be made for her husband who is unconverted to be converted. And as soon as they finish reading the, the prayer request, a, a, a man stood up and says, "You know, my wife is a praying woman, and I must be the husband that it's been talked about. Please pray for me." and uh, before they could pray for a few minutes, he was saved. He he, he surrendered his life to, to Jesus. And then as soon as he sat down, somebody else got up and says, my wife is a praying uh, woman and it must be me that uh, has been talked about. And please pray for me. And they prayed for him. He was a lawyer. The other, the previous guy was a blacksmith and they prayed for him and he got saved. And on and on it went like that until six men were saved in that prayer meeting. And a prayer meeting, of course, it's just for an hour. And within the first five, ten minutes, these six men were already saved. And and Doctor Orr was saying in that in that presentation that when when the move of God comes, um, this, the 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 sinners see the move of God. They see God, and they begin to come to salvation. They see God in the life of the believers. Uh, but but when we are still doing evangelism, we go out to look for the sinners. Uh, but of course, that's that's important. We must go out 
and and continue to go out but we must while doing that continue to ask god for a move of god in you know such that the 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 sinners begin to look for and cry out for the move for the touch of god in their lives so that's where i'm going to wrap it up today and i just want to remind everyone i remind you as you have been listening to me that i want you to make up your mind that for the rest of your life as a minister you're going to cry out to god for a worldwide revival i've i've made up my mind to do that i'm not going to give give up on it i've been praying about it for for a few years now and i'll continue to pray about it until i see that move of god that goes beyond um, what is natural what's what no not just uh, what i mean is that i don't want just a move of god that will say oh it's a great minister no i want a move of god where all over the world we will be recording um great things people are going to say you know what uh, we, we there's repentance um lots of things are being restored and the presence of god is being felt in homes people are not um are, are returning things that they've stolen by repenting asking for forgiveness and god is moving and i want to remind you that as a bible minister this is just that's we need this we need this you you're not we we are we don't have as much time or eloquence or grace as the people who spend all day working on their craft but when god begins to move whether you lay person or bible or full time god moves so let's cry out for for move of god um every day every day every day every day for as long as we are on this planet and and if when we see the revival we'll pass it on to our children and we just keep telling them that God will do great things if any one of us would draw near to God God will draw near to us can we share a word of prayer as we close father we thank you for the miracles and the wonders you have done we we see your great move in acts of the apostles and on the day of pentecost and we we we've read about many more of that before that and after that and we talked today about the revival in 1857 1858 and 1859 and we are crying to you lord uh, as ministers we want to experience something similar we want in our lifetime to see something similar where you move so powerfully you touch your you touch your whole nation you touch nations you go all around the world and and, and people will honor you and know that you are god indeed faithful loving father thank you for every minister everybody every pastor that's listening to me i pray for more more grace I pray for your move upon our ministries. I pray that you deal with our hearts. Lord, we are willing to, to hear from you. We are willing to work with you. We are willing to, to honor you in all that we do. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've been listening to the Bivo Podcast with Ade Sobanjo. Please head over to adesobanjo.com. A-D-E-S-O-B-A-N-J-O.com To join the conversation and access all of the resources shared on the podcast. You can also record your questions by using the red button on the right-hand side of the page. If this is your first episode of the Bivo Podcast... Take the time to listen to the earlier episodes where Ade talks about his amazing recovery from stroke and the lessons he learned. 
These lessons have revolutionized Ada's life, and they will make your life so much more fruitful too. Till the next episode, keep spreading the love of Jesus everywhere.